0: You're listening to the What Do You Actually Do podcast. Each week, we want to bring you an inspiring interview, a useful tip, or encouraging message to help you find your place in the professional world. Hello, and welcome to this episode of What Do You Actually Do. My name's Kate Morris, and I'll be your host today. In today's episode, we'll be talking about doing an internship with the Student Internship Bureau. Today, we're joined by Julia Hebron, who did a market research internship with Make It York. So, Julia, what did you actually do?
1: In my internship I was working with a branch of Make It York called Science City York and they help creative and digital businesses in the Yorkshire region. So what I was doing was basically researching all the creative and digital businesses that were already in York and making a report based on what I found. So we're going to use this to create a strategy to help increase the number of businesses and jobs in that sector available in York and I was also doing some marketing work with social media and writing articles for their website
0: so a bit of everything so with your research was that like desk-based research or did you have to go out into the community and find out about the businesses how did how did that work
1: it was mainly desk based. It was mainly based in their office in the city centre. Uh, there were opportunities to go out and actually uh, meet some of the people working in the industry, and uh, particularly when I was researching all the networking events happening in the city, I would mm. kind of go, "Oh, you know, it would be really helpful as if I could attend these." And um, <laughs> I would go along to those and talk to people, which was really nice for variety. But the majority of it was uh, through research in the office. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. What was the actual process of getting the internship then? How did that come about?
1: I saw it listed on the student internship bureau. I think it appeared around March um, and I was looking for something to do over the summer Mm. that uh, would help with my career. So I applied through the careers gateway um, and you just have to fill in a couple of questions about what makes you interested in the role and any skills or experience you have. And then after that, I had to go for an interview mm-hmm. with the host of Science City, or the host of the internship at the company. Um, and I was interviewed by two people there. Uh, and after that, they made me an offer. So it was quite straightforward.
0: Yeah. So... When you looked at it, you said you thought sort it of would be helpful for your career. Were you, were you thinking about a career in market research? Was that a particular area of interest for you?
1: I was looking at anything to do with uh, written media, writing communications, because I'm really interested in going into media in the future particularly. Um, journalism, actually what I want to do is a bit different, it's environmental journalism but anything to do with communications is good experience Mm. with that because um, it helps develop the same kind of skills and also gets you a better idea of the working world so I was looking for anything in that area also that was available in York uh, so that I could stay here over the summer make use of my tenancy
0: (laughs) Yeah, convenient (laughs) That sounds really interesting though that you didn't just limit yourself to stuff labeled as journalism internship you identified what kind of skills you need to get into the future career that you're interested in and look for any opportunity that kind of gave you the chance to test out those skills
1: yeah i think uh media work experience is really hard to come by um and specific journalism internships tend to be unpaid often based in london where it can be really expensive to to get to let alone Uh, go-to a two-week internship Um, and also if you're not completely sure what you want to do it's less important to pick the exact uh, role that you think you want Um, often you can find a way to make most roles relevant or you can also tailor the role over time to let the employer know what kind of things you're interested Mm. in and in my case and I think in a lot of cases the employer's want to hear what your interests are and they want to offer you experience that helps you build the skills that you particularly value. Um, so for example my employer even though my main role was doing the market research because I uh, asked about it I was also able to do the social media and writing articles for them
0: which um, was useful for me yeah. uh, in terms of media experience. Well I guess it gave you the sort of thorough background knowledge of what it was that make it york are trying to do and their strategy etc but then being able to communicate that in an interesting engaging way through social media to other people was kind of the best of both worlds
1: yeah exactly you get an experience of writing in different formats like i've never written a professional market research report and they sort of left that up to me um i had quite a lot of um sole responsibility over that task. So I, so I had to learn how to write yeah. a report for a company and then at the same time I started, for example, their Instagram account and I was using a t- different tone on there. Um, so going back and forth between different uh, styles and different writing formats was a um, really good experience. Mm.
0: Yeah, again, particularly for your future career plans. Mm. So it sounds like definitely the writing was a big sort of skill you had the chance to to hone and develop. Um, research, obviously. Any other skills that you really feel, yeah, I really gained that from that experience?
1: Yeah. Um, particularly with... Kind of Excel and using spreadsheets yeah. because this is something that when you apply you're always like oh yeah I know how to use Excel and then you actually get given a spreadsheet and they go oh I'll just leave this to you then for to analyse the data and you're like oh right okay hold on perhaps I actually don't know how to use <laughs> Excel um, so I, I developed a lot of um, skills in in software that I hadn't done before because I had to map. Uh, the final results um, Mm. onto an interactive map online. And that was, again, mainly left up to me. I also um, got just a general insight into working in a professional environment and um, learning to um, structure your day around a a nine to five, that even if you don't intend to work nine to five in the future, it's a really good idea Uh, to get that experience Mm. and get a sense of how the majority of the working uh, population manage their life because the first couple of weeks I came back at five and I was exhausted yeah I I couldn't do anything for the rest of the day but obviously people do they go out and they Mm. they do things in the evening so after a couple of weeks I found that it wasn't uh, exhausting to work nine to five I was used to the early starts um, and I was used to focusing for a certain number of hours in a day yeah. rather than, you know, the very scattered work uh,
0: patterns of students. Yeah, it's a massive contrast, isn't it? And a big jump. And I guess, you know, you mentioned there that you sort of don't really intend to work nine to five in the future, but I'm guessing it's quite useful to make an informed choice about that, to have tried out what it's like being in that really structured environment to just confirm that instinct that it's not really your thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I'm really... A- Um, value the fact that I have the experience of working 9 to 5 because then I feel like I do have a clearer idea of whether it's the right working style for Mm. me Um, uh, because if you've never tried it and then you say oh I don't think I want to work a nine-to-five it does sound a bit like you're just saying that because it doesn't sound like fun um (laughs) yeah (laughs) understandable loads of students do say that they're like oh I'm not really sure I want to do nine-to-five don't really want to work in an office yeah like well have you ever tried it and they're like well no um so I also realized even though it wasn't for me the nine-to-five style I could understand why a lot of people like it and why mm. it works um because it is structured it does let you plan around the working day quite easily mm-hmm. you can leave at five and not have to think about work until the next day which is really yeah. good for kind of switching switching off your your brain and that side of um your life and um it's also easier to plan things like the holidays around it mm. and uh, seeing how the rest of the staff did that and, and booked their weeks off and things like that. I can see the appeal of 95. Yeah.
0: What would you say was the sort of biggest challenge that you encountered during the experience? The biggest challenge was that the work I was doing
1: were changed over the course of the internship. So the initial task I was given was uh, just to see which creative and digital businesses from a list were still in the city and then when I was done with that to start adding new ones that I found Right. but at the start the strategy and the plan for creating the strategy was still in the rough stages of planning so I would get a certain amount of the way through my research and then they would change the plan and it would turn out that I needed to get an additional piece of information so then I'd have to go back over the last 500 businesses I'd listed and add this particular piece of information and then later it would turn out that that actually wasn't needed anymore (laughs) and different people had different priorities from the information they wanted so they were asking me to prioritise different things um, Mm. in my research and this was I mean pretty inevitable when they're still figuring out what they actually wanted to get but it made it quite difficult um to go off and do the work for sort of a week at a time not knowing if at the end of the week they would go oh and did you um also register their postcode and you would go what (laughs) (laughs) sorry what um so just trying to work uh with that with that flexibility of knowing that what exactly they were Uh, looking for could change at any moment was the biggest challenge.
0: How did you cope with that then? Because that sounds incredibly frustrating and probably quite time consuming if you were having to sort of redo work or the parameters kept moving. How did you sort of cope with that constant change?
1: Uh, Mainly by communication, by telling people exactly what, you know, I had been asked by other people Mm. to avoid uh, confusion or miscommunication. And also at a certain point just making a decision myself about how much I could feasibly do because there would always be you know someone that would have appreciated if I'd uh, also added this one piece of information about each of the businesses but the going back over the sort of 2000 I'd listed by the end to add that one piece of information was not feasible so at a certain point I just have to go well this is the information that seems most important this is what I'm collecting this is the data I have Um, Because even though that sounds quite um, daunting in a way to say that to your employer, especially when you're just the intern, to say, oh, I don't really think I can go back and do that. They don't get annoyed or anything. Mm. They do understand they are reasonable human beings and often they don't realize that other people might have asked me to do something different. So they really appreciate me just communicating that and saying what i had been asked to do by various people in the
0: department. That sounds amazing then. So you really sort of develop that confidence in your own judgment of what was kind of feasible and what was necessary and you as the sort of chief researcher, if you like, of that piece of work to be able to say, well, this is how it's going to, you know, I've taken on board what you've been asking me to do, but this is... piece of work that I've created and then people respected that and kind of I
1: didn't realize at the start how much my work would actually impact their final strategy right um and it wasn't until I'd started doing the research and then they were printing it out and taking it to their meetings that it really dawned on me that oh okay um the work here is actually informing their creative strategy for the city so you kind of have to develop Uh, confidence in what you're doing Mm. i had to be pretty certain that i was happy with the work i was doing um so yeah
0: you must feel proud then that work that you've done potentially has a really lasting impact on the city of york uh, and the businesses that are within it
1: yeah it's really satisfying to see that it's actually made a difference and that people Mm. are interested in hearing about the findings um And knowing that my work was actually useful to the organisation and not just, you know, something to keep the intern occupied, but actually a a valuable contribution, that's really um, beneficial, I think.
0: And how would you say this experience has impacted on your own career plans?
1: I'd say I have a clearer idea of the kind of work that I'd like to do in the future as a result. For example, I was interested in uh, doing freelance work before Mm -hmm. the internship. And after the internship, uh, I mentioned this to my boss, and she was quite happy to start paying me on a freelance basis to continue doing some of the social media marketing and writing. And I gained a lot of confidence realising that actually it was feasible for me to become a freelancer, as a student, whereas I would previously kind of believed the idea that it was impossibly hard mm. to make money as a freelancer, that you never get off the ground kind of thing. Um, so it, it gave me confidence to pursue that, and that is going well, and I've, I've picked up uh, additional clients since then. Um, and also, it made me realise that although I appreciate the 9-5 experience, mm-hmm. it's not um, something that I particularly want in a future career, Um So I I learn a lot about kind of what I like in a job. I preferred it when it was uh, varied, when I had a lot of different tasks on the go and when I was out of the office. So that's things that I then look for in uh, after university life.
0: That's fantastic then. So really, your career's already started. You've already got clients that you're doing freelance paid work for um, and starting to build up your reputation and credibility.
1: Yeah, it's a bit bit mental to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't think that um, it would go so well. I suppose I shouldn't
0: say that, but... Um, no, I think that's important to recognise. It can be quite daunting when you... And, you know, you don't know how good it's going to be and how seriously the employer's going to take it. Uh, and as you say, you don't know what you're going to gain from it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because I think often uh, I do this, and I think perhaps a lot of people do this, is, um They have something that they want to do, like um, a career plan or something they'd like to just begin in in whatever way. Uh, But they're waiting for kind of the moment that they feel ready for it. Mm. I didn't feel like I really knew how to do freelancing. I just... (laughs) kind of put it on my LinkedIn I am a (laughs) freelancer um before I'd even got any paid work and I told my boss oh yeah I'd like to do freelancing I'll send you my rates and at that moment I had no idea what oh my god amazing um so I went home and I started googling like freelance rates writing um and it all worked out fine so I think uh, I realized or I, I have to repeatedly be reminded of of this that There is no moment that you'll feel ready to kind of start your career and especially now in final year where loads of people are really worried about not being ready for the working world. I don't think anyone ever feels ready. I think you just Mm. kind of got to start and like you will make mistakes,
0: but everyone does. It's stepping stones, isn't it? It isn't necessarily saying, right, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. It's a starting point that you then build on. Mm. Any other bits of advice for students who are thinking about doing some work experience?
1: I would say to uh, start looking now, no matter what mm. point you are in at your degree. And don't worry if you can't find something that is exactly um, what you want to pursue in the future. Especially if um, your chosen career is something quite hard to get into, like media. Mm. Um or you're not sure what you want to do, because chances are there's loads and loads of opportunities and things to try out, especially while you're at university. Um, but you will worry about not having the time to do work experience or it not exactly being a role that you want to do in the future. But it's all valuable. And it's better to do something than to do nothing, because even if all you gain from it is thinking, oh, I never want to do that again. At least, you know, and yeah. When you don't apply. You tend to end up sitting around thinking, Oh, that job would have been perfect. Mm. Even if it wasn't, the the act that you didn't apply tends to make you worry that you missed out on the ideal opportunity. So it's much better just to throw yourself into something, see how it goes. And then if you don't like it, well, at least you know and you have that experience and something to refer to 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 kind of validate your future decisions.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. I think that's been really, really interesting. I'm so glad to hear that. The internship went well and the, the freelancing is going amazingly. Um, I'm going to add some relevant links to the episode description for anyone interested in hearing about more about the Student Internship Bureau or working in market research in particular um, and we'll also have a link to the full transcript of today's show but thanks again Julia. Thanks for joining us this week on What Do You Actually Do? This episode was hosted by myself, Kate Morris, edited by Raquel Bartra and Stephen Furlong, and produced by all of us. If you love this podcast, spread the word and subscribe. Are you eager to get more tips? Follow University of York Careers and Placements on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. All useful links are in this episode description. This has been produced at the University of York Careers and Placements. For more information visit york.ac.uk forward slash careers